Welcome into another episode of Mid-Michigan Matters. This podcast is designed to go behind the scenes at what our local nonprofit organizations are doing in our community. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. Chris Spockman here with you, hanging out with Life Tech Academy. I've got Xavier Zeller and Bill Swartout. Did I get those both right? Yes, I did. All right, the, the sports broadcaster in me is happy about that. And we're here talking about Life Tech Academy. It's Learning Center, Outreach Coordinator. That's what you do. And Xavier is actually one of your former students, former graduate. And did you say he was the valid Victorian, or are we, we putting him on the spot here a little bit? Uh, no, definitely yeah, not the yeah, definitely not the valedictorian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But thank you guys so much for joining me. And online school, something that I feel like people have started to know about the last couple of years. But, Bill, you just told me you guys are celebrating your 10-year anniversary at Life Tech Academy, aren't you guys? Uh, yes, that's correct. Uh, started back in uh, 2013. So uh, we kind of worked out the kinks, you know, coming well before COVID. And, uh, you know, we were lucky enough that – our kids were able to negotiate the COVID experience without really any problems whatsoever. Um, Yeah. When it comes to you guys, you're a free tuition or tuition free K through 12 online school exclusively for Michigan. And what I think special that I read about online, all of your teachers, they're Michiganders. And so if I was taking, you know, social studies class or something, I'm not going to end up talking with somebody in Texas. Like everybody's going to be from Michigan. That's kind of one of the special things, isn't it? The majority of the teachers are from Michigan. We do have some out of state, but they're former Michigan teachers. All right. Well, I like how you know like, uh, how you're gonna you know a little bit of homerism or whatever. Sometimes it's good when it comes to the education. I don't think it's a bad. A lot easier for those teachers to relate. Does that make sense? It really does. It really does. Uh, the one thing for our students, you know, we are based here in Michigan. We're a Michigan-based company, uh, and we're for Michigan residents only. You know, we have some kids that are split into different areas um, where they'll spend half their time with uh, one parent, one place, one another. I've got a young lady uh, that's dad's in the military and stationed in Guam. And right now, she spends six months with her dad and six months with her mom in Michigan. And uh, since life tech is potable... As long as, you know, one of the parents of Michigan resident, you know, we can go ahead and work that. And she's been doing that over the last probably two years of going to school with us in Guam and in Jackson, Michigan. Yeah, that really allows her to have some cohesion in the school. You know what I mean? She, I'm sure if she really didn't want to be going back and forth, I'm sure she wouldn't be at this point if she's in high school. Like I said, now she's choosing. She wants to be with mom. She wants to be with dad. And then she doesn't have to miss out on school at all. She's still able to have all the educational opportunities that she deserves. Oh, most definitely. And, uh, you know, the nice thing about it, it's not only for that situation, but, you know, a lot of parents, you know, Unfortunately, this day and age, you know, live in separate homes and in separate areas. In the past, they'd stay at both homes. They'd possibly have to live it, go to two different schools in the same school year, losing some of that consistency and continuity that they normally have. And it makes it really nice that, you know, a child, as long as they've got Wi-Fi, you know, they're hooked up to LifeTech and they can attend school with us. Yep. And, and, and we really like that. And when I think about schools around here, most of the kids aren't falling behind because of the kids. And no offense to mom and dad, but a lot of times it's because mom and dad moving around this, that, and the other. And if there's that family situation that's not very, you know, consistent, mm-hmm. 
you know, this really gives those kids that consistency at school, which can be very, very important. And, and Xavier, yeah, you want to tell your story. Should we just kind of open up the floor to Xavier oh, here, yeah, Bill? Please. He's well, awesome. One thing I wanted to mention about consistency is as a student, I mean, you look at consistency and you think of you're going to different schools, you're working with different teachers, you're learning different stuff. And um, any kind of gaps that might need to be filled uh, can be filled if you stay at the same school wherever you go. And not only that, but also if you're learning the same stuff over and over again, it gets repetitive. You kind of tune out as a student and um, then you kind of miss out on some of that information and some of that participation in class. And that's that's those crucial moments to really get that learning done is when you're working in that same space with that same person in that same curriculum. And even when you move around, you're not tied down to any specific place and you can get all that learning done wherever you are in one consistent linear path. Yeah, but now... Talk, tell us your story, Xavier. Um, so my story is I was at a public school uh, for most of my high school career. And right when COVID hit, it was my junior year. And I was looking forward to my upcoming track season. I was looking forward to playing sports. Um, and that following fall, I was looking forward to playing football. And what ended up happening was COVID hit and uh, my track meet got canceled. Uh, everything went to online. It was supposed to be that two weeks initially. I remember yeah. saying to my friends like, hey, let's go hop online. We got a day to play. Um, apparently that was not the case. I mean, clearly. So what ended up happening was I went to online and when I switched to online, I switched to Life Tech Academy because I wanted to go to an online school that did online. I didn't want to go to a, a public school that was trying to make up, trying to figure something out. I wanted to go to a fully fleshed out program because I wanted to continue to learn and I didn't want to miss a beat. And, uh, December 15th of 2020, I actually took a discovery flight and, uh, found a passion for flying. And for most of my high school career, passion is something that I lacked. Um, my grades were suffering, my GPA was dropping, and I didn't really have a direction or anywhere that I wanted to go. So what I was able to do was I was able to retake classes that I didn't do that well on, and I was able to take about four classes in the span of three weeks because I can work at that accelerated pace, and I was able to work through and get all those classes done, get my GPA boosted. And once my GPA was boosted, I was able to apply at Western Michigan University. And while I was applying at Western Michigan University, I actually moved out to Atlanta to begin flight training on my private pilot's license. And I was able to do all that because I had that flexibility. I had that ability to take my classes with me wherever I went and to accelerate in that path. Yeah, so all that stuff you were doing, you were doing well, still attending Life Tech Academy. Yes, sir. First of all, kudos to, to you. Like I said, once you find that that passion, it really makes it so much easier to put in the work. So you found out what you wanted to do, and then we're like, oh, man, I got to go make up some of these grades back here if I want to figure that out. You know, I was similar in high school. I didn't know what I want to do. I didn't find my passion, and it took me a number of years later to figure out it was, you know, radio that I want to do. I said, it's funny when you know that path, how much better your grades are going to get, your attitude's going to get, and all that different stuff. And you owe a lot of that, it sounds like, to Life Tech Academy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, but now, Bill, you've got a couple other success stories, too, that I, that I want you to tell. Because like I said, I think, you know, you know, what Xavier just said, it's, it's so relatable. And it's one thing for us to sit here and talk about, yeah, this is a great opportunity for kids that it fits for. But it's a whole another thing to hear from Xavier directly, isn't it? Oh, so true. So true. Uh, Xavier's amazing. I've known him for a long time, and uh, I couldn't be happier with uh, his progress and uh, for his family as well. Uh, so... Amazing. And yes, we do have, you know, the best part of Life Tech is being able to recall the success stories where kids have overcome so much. Listening to their stories and uh, just getting them out there does more for our outreach than anything else. Uh, in our class of 2020, uh, we had a young lady between her freshman and sophomore year uh, come down with cancer. 
And uh, due to all the medical treatment she was going through, it was uh, not she was not able to stay in a normal public school. So she had to search out an online option to help. And uh, she began her treatment and began uh, school with Life Tech uh, in, I believe it was 2018. And, uh, you know, she battled through. A lot of times she was doing her classwork right out of her uh, hospital bed. And, uh, but come 2020, fast forward, she was able to get her cancer into remission. Um, she did fabulous in school to the point she was our valedictorian in class of 2020 during that COVID year, and we couldn't be prouder of her. Um, she's done a lot of spots for us on, you know, different other media outlets for our marketing, uh, you know, uh, but just an amazing young lady. Another young gentleman, uh, during his sophomore year, he was, his family was, uh, had a family-operated farm, and uh, unfortunately, you know, he had to suffer the loss of his dad, who passed away, and uh, it, it felt to him to become the person to take over the farm. And uh, he needed an online option, so we were able to sue a curriculum for him to where he could go to school. And he was going to school probably 5 o'clock at night to 10 o'clock at night. Due to the flexibility we have, you know, the student can choose the hours. We ask, you know, six hours a day, five days a week. You pick the hours, you pick the days. Yeah, but and I, I really like the farm example because that's something that just – I can think of a couple friends in high school that that, you know, it didn't happen to, thank goodness, but it very well could have happened to. And back in my day, I don't I don't know if they would have had that option. They would have just dropped out of school. But now because of places like Life Tech Academy, he's able to do everything he needs to do and still get that high school education. Like I said, yeah, so it's five days a week, six hours a day. That's what you're asking the kids to do. And I think that's the other thing to point out, too, is these aren't kids dinking around online. You've got stuff set up for them. And maybe you can talk a little bit more about that, Xavier. What, what's that like when you're going on 5 p.m. at night to, to get some homework done? Um, it's fantastic. So personally, I'm not a morning person at all. I can't. Uh, I find myself struggling to get up in the morning. And uh, it was hard for those 7, 7.30, 7.45 starts in regular school. And even during uh, COVID, when I was doing online school with public schools, uh, those Zoom calls would still hit early. You'd have to wake up, <laughs> throw your shirt on and all that, get ready, kind of brush your hair real quick and get ready to get on. Um, but being able to start later on in the day is fantastic because uh, if I got to work a job, or if I have other stuff that I want to do, for me, it was getting my pilot's license. But if you have other stuff you want to do, it's fantastic to be able to go kind of in what, what would be downtime and be able to get your schoolwork done in a time that kind of works for you and works for your schedule. Yeah, I mean, for example, me, now the job I have, I'm blessed. I don't come in until 10 every day because I'm not much of a morning person either. And it's amazing how much better your life is when you're able to go on the schedule you would like to be on, you know, so... Right now, I'm covering for Sean. I look over at 530 and says, oh, man, this this is early, but it's only one week. I know next week I'm going to be rolling over looking at 830 getting up, and it's going to feel pretty darn good. Um, and when I talked about online, building confidence, developing skills, communication, leadership skills, planning for the future, you guys want to develop a vision for success beyond school. And did they help you do that with your with your flight stuff, or is that something you figured out on your own, Xavier? Well, I mean, more so the opportunity is – to, we have mentors in place to help you kind of work with the work with what you want to do. So if you have an idea or a goal or something you want to do in the future, you work with your mentor and they can help you kind of motivate you and keep you in, on task and help remind you because, you know, it's easy to forget when you're working through all that schoolwork and you're sitting there typing stuff out. Um, it's hard to forget or it's easy to forget, excuse me, what you want to do in the future and what is 
what's possible for you in the future. So uh, it's really important to have a mentor on and kind of help you with that. And then um, I'm sure you could speak to that as well. Uh, the mentoring system, each student we have is given their own personal mentor to help them through more of along the lines of keeping them on task, you know, coaching them, keeping them motivated, staying as positive as possible. All our instructors, all our teachers, all our mentors go through the Dale Carnegie process. I don't know if, how familiar you are with that. But Give it, me a quick 30-second synopsis of what that is. Um, Dale Carnegie is set up um, to teach leadership skills, uh, to teach networking, uh, to work with kids to overcome stress and anxiety, uh, to be able to, you know, walk into a room, learn names, you know, get comfortable talking with people. And so on top of being certified teachers, they've also done this extra step to be certified leaders. Maybe maybe that's a good way of putting it. It's definitely. And along with the teachers and the mentors all being Dale Carnegie, Dale Carnegie qualified uh it's also taught to the kids. That's one of the things in our program that makes us, differentiates us from other online schools is Dale Carnegie is a huge part of it. Uh, uh, Phil Zeller and Dr. Angie Zeller, uh, they created this program 10 years ago. They were looking at the education process and they were seeing a lot of things that were sometimes lacking when you're looking at everything from a macro view. And uh, they were, really wanted to personalize it. They wanted to find ways to reach the kids to take curriculum and, you know, match, match it with our learners. We call them learners instead of students because we want it to be uh, more of, uh, you know, not a top-down situation, yep. but, you know, collaboration. Yeah, when so, you make me think a little bit of when you hear all the commercials for the online colleges now of how, you know, some of your real real life work experience can apply towards your degree. You guys are, it's not that, but you guys are working around finding different curriculum for different people. I imagine there was some classes, Xavier, you, you took that other people probably wouldn't even imagine taking. And how wide is the curriculum for Life Tech Academy? Um, we have like 18 different curriculum. Um, we've wow. got ingenuity. Everybody got used to that during COVID because most of the schools went to that. We also low work at... We try to, we're not only geared for college students, we're looking at the kids that are going to go to trade school, the kids that are going to go in the military. One of our other really popular programs is called Summit-Based Learning, and that's taking, taking what a kid is interested in. Say I want to go into mechanics. You know, I'm not looking at college or Harvard or anything like that. I want to be a mechanic, and I want to be a good one. You know, part of the Summit-Based Learning is teaching those courses geared to what this child is into, you know, like teaching them, okay, what's the English that's going to be used in this? What's the mathematics that are going to be used? What's the communication skills am I going to need? Maybe I own a shop someday, you know, but really doing it into a project-based learning for that child. Yeah. And so were you able to do something kind of based on your own with you on the fly? Or is that something you figured out kind of towards the end of your high school career, Xavier? Um, so through high school, I was able to uh, kind of identify redundant classes, um, you know, you take a lot of classes that don't really go into what you want to do, and it kind of bums you out and takes you out of the whole school thing. And it kind of builds this false, con- like this misconception in your brain where you think school's bad, school's boring, school, I'm going to sit here and I'm not going to, I'm going to learn stuff that I don't care about, and I'm going to have to listen to teachers jabber on. And the big important thing is, especially with project-based learning and going where you want to go, is you don't take any of those redundant classes. I mean, sometimes, yeah, you got to do something that maybe it doesn't gear perfectly into it. However, it is more so than sitting in a class where if I want to go learn how to, say, become a mechanic or whatever, I don't have to sit in calculus-level math. 
because who wants to do that if I want to go wrench on an engine? Yeah, I'm a radio guy. I never want. I would have. I always, you know, calculus would have been something that's tr- trouble. And then I always make the joke. I can't draw a straight line with a ruler. You know, you you put. I love art, but you put me in an art class and try and get me to draw something. We're, we're all going to be in an awful lot of trouble. It's going to be. It's going to be the stick figure coming out. And now maybe I was a little off with curriculum. I guess maybe I was thinking more of courses. Okay. You know, the amount of courses that you guys can probably have with the amount of teachers that you can have, how, how wide is that range of stuff? I can definitely, um, it can definitely be quite wide because we, I mean, we cover the full gamut of different courses in school. I mean, if you're into art, we've got art classes. You're into communication classes. Obviously, we've got the Dale Carnegie, plus we also teach other communication courses. Um, languages and different you know i mean different stuff like that i imagine there's lots of opportunities there too german spanish uh french uh we also have one of our teachers is certified uh you know a spanish instructor to where we can she can work with kids that um are limited english all right, so like i said just opportunities for anybody i think that's what you guys are trying to do with life tech academy and the three things you wanted to touch on here, so I'll kind of open the floor back up to you. Flexibility, personalization, and safety. Kind of go with that, Bill. I would. Flexibility. We talked about it a little bit. Um, you know, we do require the six hours a day, but it's your six hours, and it's your day. If you prefer to do Sunday through, say, Friday, you know, you can go that route. If you choose to go school year-round uh, after you've been with us for one year, you have that option to go school on you know, at that time, a lot of our kids uh, go at a really quick pace. We were talking about Xavier earlier. What he didn't mention is he basically completed a semester of school in probably less than four weeks because we do not hold the learner back. We don't say, okay, we got to stop you right there. Um, when they complete their courses, we load the next courses. You know, everything that we do is, you know, Michigan regulation. We're a Michigan public charter school. So we're under the same guidelines as regular schools. So our courses, you know, leading to a diploma, you know, are still in place. And, uh, but flexibility can be parents that travel. We have, uh, they're called the Live Out Loud family. And they're a little bit famous because they did the 50 states in 50 days. They're on TV 47. They're out of the Lansing area. But, you know, they took an RV, their two kids, and they traveled 50 states in uh, 50 days. And uh, during that time, um, their one student, Jonah, uh, was taking courses the whole way through and never missed a beat. And, uh, but that type of flexibility to parents is, you know, awesome. Because you, know, you get a lot of families that bank their vacation time around, you know, school. Here you don't have to, as long as you got Wi-Fi, your kid's in school. Yeah. Well, and then you know, I think it's always one of those things, too, that when you're taking those trips with family, you learn so much from being with the family too, and you don't want to take them out of school. This they, they kind of get both, and then there's the whole thing now too. If you look back at my absences when I was in high school, I probably wouldn't have been eligible to graduate because I missed so much school. And so those kids that have trouble going to school, just getting it. Like I said, it, it doesn't matter. They're all able to do everything on their own time. I really just absolutely love that with the flexibility. Now personalization. I think we we talked about that a little bit about the curriculum, but go ahead and jump back into that. Okay. Personalization, when we take on a new student, we really get to know the student. We want to know what they're into, what are their dreams, what are their goals, and try to, you know, work that curriculum around helping them get there. Because there's some kids that are going to need that track towards trade school. You know, they've got to, you know, they want to work at a particular job and that won't require college. You know, 
we help them get there. You know, summit-based learning allows for that, and some of our other curriculum does as well to, uh, you know, tailor and make a program for that individual learner as opposed to saying, this is what you got to do. You know, when you went to college, you know, you were told, this. okay, you want this degree in communications, this is what you're going to take. Yep. You know, you're going to get a few electives, maybe get a chance, but for the most part, you're staying within that box. You know, here we can you know, take and work, you know, what appeals to that person. You're going to make a box just for that student. You know what I mean? With the we curriculum are. and everything that they need right in that box, you're going to tailor it. It's going to be tailor-made for them like a, you know, a perfect set of golf clubs. And it's nice. With Life Tech, some of the other online schools are national corporations that are publicly traded. We're a Michigan-based company. We only work with Michigan residents. Uh, we've got an enrollment of anywhere from 400 to 450. We look to go up to you know, hopefully about 550 before fall. But, uh, you know, we're small enough to where we can still personalize that experience, the education experience for that learner. And, you know, we're so proud of that. Yeah, Xavier, you got something you want to say? Uh, yeah, I wanted to add on um, college preparation. I feel like that's another big aspect. Uh, college preparation is really important. And it's something that uh, you kind of get in public schools. And I found that the method for public schools for college preparation is they throw work at you, worksheet after worksheet, assignment after assignment. You're sitting there, you're writing a bunch of stuff out. And uh, the great thing, uh, what I experienced at Life Tech is it's more project-based learning. It's more of those big point projects that you're going to see in college. So you get used to kind of the workflow of college and the timing and the pacing of college because you're not sitting there getting assignments every day. You got an essay due maybe two weeks from now that you got to get done, and that's worth like half your grade or something crazy. And a preparation like that is really important because at the next step, if you do choose to produce, per, pursue college, excuse me, if you choose to pursue college, then you're prepared. You know what's coming. You know kind of how to how to organize yourself and how to organize your days and your workflow so that you can get through and do those college assignments properly. Yep, I like how you put that because yeah, when you get into college, a lot of times it's on you. You, you know what I mean? And another thing, like I said that to you, had me thinking of back to high school. All right, look in the book for the answer. Well, a lot of times in life, the answers aren't in a book. You, you know what I mean? You got a project-based learning. I think that's such a big thing, too, because those are the answers that aren't in the book. You're going out and you're figuring stuff out in the real world, and you get, you're able to do a lot of that at Life Tech Academy. And one thing about that is one of the things we pride ourselves on is teaching kids how to critically think, not teaching them what to think. You know, and that's something that's lacking, you know, in um, – public schools and society in general, you know, kids are not learning those problem-solving skills, you know, conflict resolution, uh, other things like that, but just for in basic problem-solving, you know, verbalize the problem, list, is the op- list the options available, list the prices and payoffs of each option, decide what's most important to you, and picking that option, what you want. But a lot of time with fights, other things, you know, people not be able to sit in a room and communicate with each other because they've lost that problem-solving skill, lost um, conflict resolution, and just, you know, they're so caught up in, you know, the belief systems that yeah. or, just you know, them. caught up in drama at school sometimes. You mm-hmm. don't want to speak up because a certain person's in class or something like that, too. That's going to take that all the way. And that yeah. kind of goes into safety, you know, kind of the third prong that you want to talk about. It really does. And, uh you know, not hitting it too hard, but with online learning, you're in the safety of your own home. You know, with our younger learners, the parent is actually the teacher in the home. You know, they're going to work with the curriculum we've set up, but that parent 
involvement is so important to the development. You know, if the parents bought in, we're bought in, that child's going to be bought in. And you're going to have a more successful, you know, educational experience for them. So, but safety, obviously during COVID, we didn't have to, you know, deal with a mass situation in the home. How much changed for your school during COVID? Let, let me ask you that. Okay. No, great question. Because uh, I don't think it was probably a whole lot. You know, the things that changed for us wasn't a lot for those learners because, you know, we'd started the process back in 2013, as we had mentioned. So by the time COVID hit, um, our kids were in the home. Uh, school continued on. You know, we didn't lose. And unfortunately, with the public school system, you know, they lost, um, you know, as I talked to my friends and family that are teachers, you know, so much was lost during those COVID years because of the kids' inconsistency. And You're seeing it right now, too, with some kids not being able to graduate this, this particular year, too, because of going back two and a half, three years. Yeah. And uh, so... You know, that did benefit us. You know, obviously, the start of COVID, um, you know, our enrollment spiked, you know, obviously, because people were looking for other options. After COVID, it dropped a little bit. But the funny thing is, it picked right back up shortly after because there were so many kids that in uh, online experience did well. You know, I like uh, my son uh, uh, went to high school, Garber High School, um, they, and he did do the online portion, and I was worried about it because <laughs> I didn't know how well he would do. Plus, he was up for a scholarship for football, and uh, but actually, he did very well during the online experience. wasn't necessarily through us, but without any distractions and other things, he actually raised his GPA up uh, 0.25, which was great because at the end of his senior football year, um, Central Michigan picked him up on a full ride, and uh, he's now your starting right tackle, and he's still only 19. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, baby. Like I said, that's just, like I said, some schools, and nothing wrong with the schools having to do it online, but we're just trying to tell people there's a different option out there, and you guys have exactly. been doing it since 2013. I think there was something you wanted to add there, too, Xavier. Uh, the only thing I wanted to add was uh, we talked about we were, or we were talking about kind of what happened uh, when COVID hit in public schools. And I think uh, a big thing is you hear a lot in school when you're trying to learn something, you don't take a break. You don't take your foot off the gas. Um, what happened for me in my experience in public school is I was late to join Life Tech after COVID hit. I, I tried to wait through like that next year. And um, I joined in my senior year. However, COVID hit in my junior year. And halfway through my junior year when COVID hit, they kind of wrote off the spring. They said, whatever grades you got what you got. You don't got to log back in. You don't got to come back. Like, just stay at home, stay safe. But the issue with that is you take that break, you come back, and you don't learn much. So I think that's another big thing about what happened during COVID in life tech was you didn't have that break. You didn't have that, that lapse of information. Yeah, you just kind of kept on rolling. Uh, Xavier, uh, anything, Bill, anything anything we missed? I think we kind of got it covered. If people want to get a hold of you guys, if they want to learn more about Life Tech Academy, where do they go? Uh, they can go to lifetechacademy.org. You know, that website will help with the enrollment process. Um, they will be able to look at parent reviews, which, you know, the parents, you know, where we came up with the three topics for today are from the parents. Flexibility, having that flexibility to choose the time you work, where you work, uh, going to personalization, something that matches what the students or the learner is wanting to do to where we can, uh, you know, mold that curriculum around them to make them successful. And safety aspects, you know, obviously, you know, some of our kids experienced, you know, that come to us, you know, we're having a lot of problems with bullying. They might not have fit really 
well into that particular scenario of the public school. Some of our students, you know, struggle with anxiety and depression and just have that social phobia to where being in a, you know, a safe setting in their own room or wherever they choose to do their learning, you know, is very beneficial. And though that population of group does really well. Last thing I would like to hit is a lot of people come to Life Tech for uh, multiple reasons. We talked about the one young lady for medical reasons. We've got other ones that are high-end athletes. We've got alpine skiers, barrel racers, equestrian, um, kids that are on the road a lot with, you know, that are high-end athletes that need that flexibility to be able to take it on the road with them. And uh, trying to think anything else, Xavier? Um, not really, just kind of everything we've hit on. And uh, yeah, lifetechacademy.org. And uh, I encourage anybody listening, and in fact, I challenge you, uh, do a Google search, look us up, and uh, see, uh, get some more information. Uh, look us up, find information, find locations around you. And if anything jumps out at you or any, any situation that you could see yourself or your child in that might fit, give us a call. We got people at the desk on the phone ready to answer and uh, ready to give you any information you need. All right, Xavier, uh, Bill, thank you guys so much for joining me. really appreciate it. Okay, and I'd really like to thank Latitude Media for giving us this opportunity. I appreciate the opportunity to get to learn, get educated, man. So thank you guys so much. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mid-Michigan Matters. While you're here, feel free to browse earlier episodes or other podcast programs on our platform. Listen to what you will and spread the word. Thanks again for listening.